Hi, Gloria Leibucker here with Healing You. Have you ever had communication gaps with other people that you've reached out to? You reach out with warmth and curiosity and interest, really um, trusting that you're going to be met right there in mutuality. And what you get back is rather shocking. What you get back is a tone of voice and judgments and, and being told what to do and how to be. I had this experience recently and I took time to be with it because my reaction got my attention. Because I shut down inside. I was shocked. My eyes widened, my, my face got tight and warm. My stomach clenched, and then I noticed that my breathing was shallow and nearly stopped. And I was, I recognized that I was really feeling shame and running the messages that I was less than and, and was beginning to doubt and question myself around things that I actually feel very strongly about, which is about staying in relationship. And so what I want to what I want to recognize is in that moment how important it is to slow down to self-connect. So let me tell you a story. Um, one of the first times I experienced this was when I was a young child and I first got my horse and the trainers there and even the 4-H leaders, they had a way of being with horses that was not relational. And it was shocking to me. Um, the, the horse was more of an object or a tool, a function, and they needed to function in the way that you wanted them to, or they needed to um, receive harsh treatment. And that really did not resonate with me because I loved my horse. My first horse was a beautiful little Morgan, black Morgan named Beauty. And she was a beauty, still is. However, when I got older and I finally got to get horses back into my life again, again, I recognized um, this, there was a prevalent perception of how to be with animals that did not resonate with me. And it was with an objective eye, but it was also with a non-relational eye. It, it was looking at the horses without seeing their heart and soul. Seeing them only as something you wanted to get out of them. Maybe even like you would look at a, a vehicle or a house or clothing. Anything else that you see as a possession. And what I also recognized is how common this can even cross over into parenting. I've taught a lot of parenting classes and and I've been surprised and rather shocked and, and I've become even more passionate about offering an alternative way of being in relationship with our children. And that key is to actually be in relationship with them. Not telling them what to do, but having open conversations. Well, you know, I believe and I experience that this is possible with our animals as well. 
We don't have to tell them what to do. We don't have to make demands. We can stay open and curious and receive information back from them. So when my daughters were younger and they got their first horses, I'm looking for trainers to help us, um, to help teach my daughters how to be with horses. And, and it took some time to actually find someone that understood relationship with horses. Because what they wanted to do is they just wanted to tell you what to do. They wanted to point out all the conformities of the horse and everything that was wrong with them and tell you how to fix it. And they were missing the whole heart of the what was the potential conversation could be, especially with someone that's new to this kind of a relationship. So when this happened more recently with someone, and I heard this information coming back where I was being told how it was and even projections on how I was being in relationship with my horse, I was shocked and stunned because there was no curiosity directed my way. There was no compassionate understanding. There was no open dialogue or an invitation for reciprocal conversation to continue. And I felt rather cut off and shamed and put in my place. And taking time to be with myself in that is really important. It's a skill set that I've been nurturing in myself and nurturing in my clients in all of my relationships, is how do we stay present, fully present, engaged, and, and grounded in our own values so that we're able to continue to have a conversation, to be able to speak, rather than getting like our throat cut off and we can't say a word. And part of it is recognizing where that other person is in their nervous system. That's the way that supports me to stay present, is to recognize that they've shifted left that they're not in their relational part of their own being. And most likely they don't even know how, and they don't even know that they're not. Because this is the way that most of our world operates. We operate out of facts and we operate out of logistics and what you should do and you have to do and you ought to do and you're supposed to do. And if you're not doing it, you're wrong. Well, I really do enjoy staying curious and, and it's what great practice to stay in the conversation and to see is there an inroad where I might actually make a connection with this person in a new way that they never have experienced before. And so I want to be able to be empowered. I want to be able to set clear limits, especially around um, other beings that I'm responsible for, including myself. I don't want to diminish myself or allow others to be diminished in my presence. I want to be able to be empowered with the courage to, to say what no one else says, to speak up on behalf of others that do not have a voice. I feel passionate about that. And that empowers me to begin to risk speaking up, to risk showing up, even if other people don't understand or agree with me. I want to be able to speak clearly and directly, and I want to be speaking in this way with grace, with consideration and care, and yet it's very precise. I want to be modeling what I want to experience in relationship, whether other people 
reciprocate that or even understand that. Because in that, I'm actually offering another model of a way of being, and that is a different paradigm than the world we live in right now for most of us. True empowerment is being able to stay engaged, especially when difficult conversations arise, and especially if there are more eyes that are witnessing it, to just be able to ground yourself, breathe into your heart, breathe into your gut, receive your body's wisdom, and allow what your next words are that come out to be one that are wise and graceful that actually model everyone matters and to take the time to slow it down and stay present. These are skill sets and mindsets that many of us have not had modeled in our life. And I believe they're so important, especially in our world now. If you'd like to learn more about that, I encourage you to reach out and to join with others that are equally passionate about this way of being, that will work together and support one another in group learning, in small groups, to develop these skill sets and to practice them with one another so that we can carry this way of being out into our world where it's really needed. To find out more about this, check out healingyousanctuary.com. Click on the links there, and I'll have a conversation with you soon. Thanks for being on this journey with me today. Healing you.